0: Welcome to the Plain Ordinary Dragon Podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. We're so glad you're here. The fact that you're willing to spend some of your time with us is precious to us because time's the most precious resource we have. And the fact that you're sharing some of yours with us today, man, that's humbling. I want to say thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. If you are a regular listener of the Plain Ordinary Dragon podcast, then you know that this podcast, it came out today instead of yesterday. And there's some reasons behind that. I'm adjusting a little bit to working from home all the time. Uh, You know, there's a a thing going on in the world right now that uh, we all tend to not want to discuss uh, sometimes, or sometimes we want to discuss it incessantly. But we will talk a little bit about that here today. Uh, Just a few thoughts in regards to it, but I wanted to start by saying thank you and letting you know that I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful for your time. I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I get to speak to you a couple times a week, or at least once a week, and it's made my life so much better. Now, I want to start today's podcast with the shout-outs, with the the new feature that I've kind of been doing, uh, thanking people specifically for things that they've done to support the podcast uh I, I just i i appreciate it so much and so the first uh the first shout out that i want to give is to octavia octavia uh, i met i actually met her in a mastermind uh last year and uh we've been we've been friends and and uh, kind of gone back and forth in different business thoughts and ideas she runs a website called real moms run uh i i suggest you check it out uh, she's really a great person but you know the thing is on top of that she's also supported plain ordinary dragon she was one of the first people to go out and give us an iTunes review. Uh, and she gave us a great rating, a nice five-star rating. And so I just want to say thank you, Octavia. It's so nice to have people in your corner. And I always feel like like you're in our corner and you're supporting the show. And so thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Next, we have another milestone for uh, Plain Ordinary Dragon shoutouts. There used to be only one Plain Ordinary mug. That had been sold. But now there have been two. So a big shout out to Ren for going and, and getting the plain ordinary mug. And I believe it should ship tomorrow, by the way, in case you're curious. So thank you so much. I, I just I really appreciate your support, the support that you that you've given to the show and putting your money where your mouth is. You know, that's that's important. You know, money, uh, you know, we don't talk about that a whole lot here. Uh, but you know, one of the things that money does is that it, it just it gives a firm vote it says i really think this is important and so i want to say thank you for saying that the plain ordinary dragon concept is important I know it's important to me but I hope it's important to you too so thank you so much for investing in in the message all right let's talk about the elephant in the room covid 19 I really hate talking about that on this show but how How can I not? We're all absorbed with it on a pretty daily basis in one one way or another. All of my coworkers are now working from home or at least a lot of them are. And you know for those of us that have been in the corporate world for years and years and years this this is quite a change. You know, you're used to your going in and working and the camaraderie of people around you, even if you have a job that you don't care for. Uh, a job that you you don't really want to go to, there are pluses to those things. It's nice to connect with people. And even if they aren't your best friends in the world, a lot of times they're pretty good friends. I mean, think about it. We spend like eight hours a day with these people every day, sometimes more than that, and sometimes more than what we spend with our family. And so, you know, they they are our work family. And so when we are ending up in a situation where we're all working remote, well, there's a little bit of adjustment to that which is part of the reason why this podcast is a little bit late, because I'm still adjusting to how how to work from home on a full-time basis. Uh, I've, we've been doing it, I've been doing it for about three weeks now, and uh, I don't think that there's any, any shortage of that to continue for a while. So it, it has been a challenge uh, to try to kind of figure things out. And it's also been a challenge to try to stay away from the news to some degree. You know, I live up on a mountain, when I look out my window, it doesn't look like the world's burning. It looks like, you know, luscious green trees and the you know rain and and the deer. and, and Because I live in the middle of nowhere, basically, on a mountain, right? And so the, the boys don't know any different except for, hey, dad's home more. And now I can talk to dad more. I get a little bit more time with dad. So it's been a really weird thing because you kind of get used to it, especially if you've been in a career for a lot of years and you've gotten into a routine and you're used to uh, seeing the same people every day and catching up with their lives and how they're doing, and, you know, and then when you take that all away, and then on top of that, when you say, okay, well, we're not even leaving the house. We're all going to stay in the house, and we're going to, you know, buy our groceries online if we can, or do pickups or or whatever we need to do to level the curve, right? That's flatten the curve. That's what we have to do as a world, not even as just the U.S., but as the world. We have to flatten that curve. And because we haven't really gotten on the ball enough, we end up having to do things like shelter in place or stay at home. There are these challenges that we're all facing together, and there are some beautiful alternatives to that. I think I spoke a little bit last week about my uh, one of my buddies out uh, in New York Way, Rob, who was putting, on, putting together online open mics for people to kind of get together and, and play music again and feel like, hey, we have some community. Uh, And, you know, and I've seen so many people, so many musicians go live uh, to talk about or to sing their songs or to read their poetry. And now we have access to people that we didn't have before because we weren't all doing this before. And now we kind of are. So we kind of have this community. I mean, I feel like I'm more connected to the people in Italy now than I ever have been because we're going through the same thing we have this shared experience that we're all working on that we're all going through not because we want to of course but because we don't really have a choice you know i mean i guess we do i guess we can can be like the kids going down to to the to the beach and and saying well if i get the virus i get the virus um you know i guess we could be like that but we don't really want to go that route do we we i mean i don't i think that that when we get into this situation we show empathy for One another by doing the things that we don't necessarily want to do, but we know are the right move to do. Not everybody I know has that has that take on it. I have some friends that are anti shelter in place that they just believe they should be able to go out and do whatever they want and so forth. You know, I guess everybody has their own thought process on that. My thought process is, is if I have to stay at home for six months, uh, if it helps keep people live, I think it's worth it. You know, I really do. Because, you know, I, I want to take care of of my community. I I you know, I'm part of that community. And when somebody passes on or somebody I feel that because I'm an empath and it's it's challenging for sure. And there's a lot of fear and anxiety, right? Especially if we're watching the news all the time. Oh my goodness, you can just really spiral out of control if you if you constantly watch the news. The numbers are growing. It's like living in this science fiction movie, you know, it's, I I have never seen anything like it. And we all kind of have to do it together and apart at the same time. Like we all have to be on the same wavelength. We all have to try to isolate and and flatten the curve. However, we all have to do it from home and alone and not together. It's a challenge. It's an interesting challenge that that we haven't really had before, at least not in my lifetime. How do we fight the anxiety and the fear? Or do we want to? First thing that that you should know is that your feelings are valid. If you're scared or if you're, you're anxious, those are valid feelings. This is a very scary time to be alive. Those are valid feelings. But you probably don't want to feel like that all the time. Even if they're valid. I know I don't. And so... One of the things that I have found that helps me, I, I'm not saying it will help you necessarily, but maybe if you give it a try, it might. Our anxiety, our fears, they tend to crop up and they tend to affect us most when we're focusing on what the fear is. Uh, a few weeks ago, I did, a, I did a podcast and we talked about fear and fear itself can't hurt you. Fear is a feeling like being happy or being sad. And so embracing the anxiety and the fear, bringing it in and sitting with it is not a bad thing because then you can talk to the fear. I know that the Amber Ray, if you if you haven't ever heard of her, you should check her out. She is uh, she's kind of like the Brene Brown for Millennials and she she does some really great stuff but I sat and listened to her speak last year around this time at Kathy Heller's Dreamtopia event in L.A. One of the things that she does is when she has these overwhelming fears or anxieties or thoughts, she invites them to have a tea party with her. I know it sounds kind of weird on on the onset, but it's really an interesting idea. What she does is she she says, okay, come sit down with me and tell me what's wrong. So she talks directly to the fear and directly to the anxiety and says, fear, What, what are you afraid of? Why are we... Why, why are, you, are you giving me these feelings? And she talks through it with them. She tries to find the root of the fear and the root of the anxiety and sits there with it and is tries to accept it as, hey, this is part of me. This is part of who I am. And if we talk through this, I'll probably feel better on the other side. And so a lot of times that works. That's actually a good, a good mechanism. Just come in and talk with it. It sounds silly, right? But... It makes so much sense, and it and it works uh, sometimes. So it's definitely something to check out. Or you could also check out Amber Ray. You can find her on Instagram. Uh, she has a, a book called "Choose Wonder Over Worry," which uh, I haven't read yet, but I have listened to her speak. She's and I follow her Instagram. She's really got some special stuff. So that's a good resource. Go check out Amber Ray. Uh, she's got some stuff, especially that resonates with millennials. Uh, But I think it it should resonate with everybody. It's really good stuff. Your fears, your anxieties, they're valid. And don't just say, hey, they're not. Don't just push them aside and say, oh, uh, you know, eh, embrace them. Uh, If there's anything I've learned in this life is that embracing the challenge, embracing the fear, embracing the anxiety, embracing the issue straight head on, that will give you clarity in what you want to do and where you want to go with whatever you're dealing with. I'm sure there'll be more on that topic later because I, that's one of my secrets to life. Embrace the suck. Uh, I think that that's a military term, uh, and I'm not trying to co-opt it here. I just embrace it, embrace all of the things, because the more you embrace things, the better it works for you. And I have a lot of examples of that. Uh, I'm not gonna go into that in this podcast specifically, but. I just want to let you know it has worked wonders in my life to embrace things that I would normally run from, because when you do that, you at least get to deal with it. It's kind of like you know in therapy where they where they have you talk about things and and just the mere act of talking about it and listening to it and hearing yourself talk about it is helpful. Very similar to that. So something else that I do when I'm feeling a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear, um, you know, and some and I've been guilty of self-medicating before. Because it's just so overwhelming. But that's not really the best practice. The best practice for me is to be grateful. And to look for ways that I can give to others. See, the thing that's interesting is, is when we focus on other people. When we focus on other things outside of ourself. It has this really interesting effect. The fears and the anxiety, even though they're kind of there. They aren't as strong. Because we're focusing on someone else's challenges. And someone else's needs. And as we do that... We move further away from our own anxieties. Now, granted, once we're not focusing on something else, those can creep back in. And that's a great time to have that type of conversation like Amber Ray talks about. So those are the things that I do. I try to learn to be more grateful and I try to see what I can do for other people. And those things seem to help me a lot. I hope they help you as well. And you may say, well, I can't go out and be with anybody right now. So how can I help them? I can't tell you how many times I've got a supportive text from someone that has made my world. You know, especially when Plain Ordinary Dragon was first starting out, one of the things that I always struggled with was, is this any good? Am I doing any good? Is is there a reason I'm doing this? You know, is this ever going to take off? Is it ever going to impact somebody in a good way? And so I struggle with that a lot. And I would get texts and emails from people that would say, Hey, man, I really love this episode. It's doing a good thing in my life. Uh, And so forth. And as, as I got those different, you know, texts and emails and, uh, and so forth, just, and they weren't really long and in depth. They were just like, man, I really love the episode. It meant a lot. I understand this. Well, one of the things that's really cool about that is that it meant the world to me. You wouldn't think it would, but it does. And it did. So if, if you're looking to do something nice for somebody, text somebody you haven't talked to in a while and tell them that you love them, tell them that you miss them. you know, if you don't have that relationship where you can tell them that you love them, that, okay, but tell them you miss them. Tell them, you know, Hey, just reach out because just the simple fact of reaching out is something else. I've talked about, about Ben Fred on the show before, uh, Ben White. He's, uh, he's, he was one of my best friends and he passed away tragically years ago. And the thing that I miss most uh, these days is getting a text from him. He used to call for no reason at all. He used to just call me just to see what was going on, and see how I was. It meant the world to me. He made such an impact on my life by doing just those little things. So when when we're all together and we're all or we're all inside and we're all separated and we think well we can't really we can't really help anybody that's not true. Do a Facebook live and put your art into the world or do a, a Facebook Live and, and and ask questions or 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 just email somebody, communicate, reach out. That's the important thing is the community and reaching out. That makes all the difference in the world. And it would to you too. Think about it. If, if you hadn't heard from somebody in, in years and then they suddenly said, hey, I miss you. I love you. Think about what that would do for your day, even if you hadn't talked to them in a long time. That's a great thing to do. And those things help. So one of the one of the silver linings of this home sheltering, if you will, is the time that I get to spend with my boys that I wouldn't normally because I'd be at work plus my commute. Uh, you know, I have about two hours of commute a day plus, you know, my hours at work. So, And then if I need to stop and get something on the way home. So my time with the boys on a general day is limited to about an hour in the morning as I'm getting ready to leave. And then I have anywhere from maybe two to three hours in the evening before they go to bed. Uh, sometimes not even that much. So the fact that I get to spend some time with them is wonderful. And one of the things that we've discovered is that my son, Dylan, my oldest, likes to cook and he he likes to bake. And he is interested in learning that and doing that with me. So we spent uh, the day, I think Sunday, going through and making pizza together. And he was so excited to do that. And it was an experience that if I hadn't been working from home We might not have done just because of the way that everything works. Like, you know, Sundays are usually podcast days for me where I'm editing and recording and so forth. And so I wouldn't have had that time really with him, but because I'm home more, you know, I get an extra two hours a day to do things. So I have more time now than I had before because I don't have that commute anymore. And so that has opened up, you know, now my son's coming to me and going, Hey, what, what about a deep dish pizza? Or what if we do this New York style pizza? Or, you know, and he's all excited about it and he's all into it. And that's something I would have never had without what's going on right now. Probably. I might have. I can't say for sure. But what I'm saying is, is there are silver linings that we need to look for the good in things if we can. Because if we focus on the good things, you know, the count your blessings thing. My mother yesterday told me, look for the good things. Look for the good things. And that's, that is, that is the way or a way that I have found to cope with some of these things. Now, granted, you know, you may be in a situation where the anxiety or fear is crippling and you need to talk to a therapist and, uh, you know, or a counselor. and, And I highly recommend you do that if you need to, if you have the resources to do it, if you have the ability to do that, if that's something you feel like you need, absolutely do that. And I'm not saying we shouldn't. What I am saying is, is that in this uncertain time, in this weird moment that we're all bound together and held apart at the same time. Let's try to focus on the good. Let's try to focus on, on other people. And as we do, I think what we'll find is the anxiety and the fear that we have a, a tendency, or at least I have a tendency to pull into me, goes away. At least it goes away more easily. It makes life better to live. As always, you might be plain and you might be ordinary, but you're a dragon. You're an amazing mystical creature and you have amazing talents and you can do amazing things and we can't wait to hear your voice in this world where are the